Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Welcome in to the best time of the year on the Running Hook Podcast Network. And we're kicking it off with a shoddy sanity. In fact, in fact, folks, we're going to have shoddy sanity all NFL preview season long. I have strategically placed all of these, these preview pods to, to our strengths as a podcast network. And our last preview pod will actually lead up to the opening Thursday night game of the NFL season. We're going to go division by division. And I'm, of course, joined by Caleb Lynn, who, who isn't on a lot of shatty sanities. Usually it's when he's out. Well, not. But he's here with us. And we're going to start with the AFC South. So, you know, I had to bring on, bring on a little bit of reinforcement because I know Caleb's just going to hate on my Colts the entire time. Uh, uh, just fine. Uh, so I need to welcome in a good friend of the show, Zach Griffin. Zach, welcome in. Very happy to have you in my corner for this pod. I'm very happy to be on. I mean, you said it yourself, Bryce. It, it's one of the best times of the year, pod-wise. Uh, one of my favorite—it's got to be Lynn Sanity slash Sandy's Chatty Sanity's favorite time of the year. Uh, it just ha- it it has to be. And Bryce, you know, it's nice to be on with an actual, you know, an actual host uh, this time. You know, I'm not we're not really used to quality hosting when I come on this show, so it's not. It's, it's gonna be a nice thing to face. I can understand that. Totally understand that. Caleb, do you have anything to say for yourself? Nope. Okay, great. Let's move on. And uh, so here, since I'm taking so Caleb, over, no, no, Caleb's very lucky. We're not talking AFC West tonight. He's he very is lucky. very lucky. Oh, very don't lucky. worry. I, you know what? I, he was kind of. I think he's off next week. He's off next week, and I and I debated doing AFC West next week with you, Zach. But I thought we should wait. <laughs> Until Caleb can come back on and we, we can Answer. revisit his last year prediction. How for do the you plead, <laughs> Lynn? Uh, anyway, so this is how it's going to go, guys. All right. So we're going to go through each team. Um, we're going to talk about them. And then I have a segment that I've prepped you that I've prepped you for. I was nice enough to prep you guys for it because I wanted the segment to be good um, I want it to be insightful. And then we're going to give our predictions um, on how the division will shake out. So please hold your predictions until the end. Uh, we want to keep the viewers engaged right up until that last second where we sign off. So without further ado, let's get into the AFC South. And we are going to start with my with our hometown Colts. Why, you ask? Because it's my freaking show. That's why. So deal with it. So we're going to talk about the Colts. Couple things, guys, before we get into it. Got to talk about some key pickups for the Colts this offseason. Obviously, new head coach Shane Steichen coming over from the Eagles, uh, coming off their Super Bowl season. Um, obviously, they didn't win it, but they did make the Super Bowl nonetheless. So uh, that's a feather in the cap for Shane Steichen there. Colts also signed Samson Ibukam from the Niners. Uh, they gave Matt Gay a massive contract, so that way we never have to think about kickers ever again in Indianapolis. Uh, we also signed Isaiah McKenzie, and we drafted our quarterback of the future, Anthony Richardson, and we drafted Josh Downs and Juju Brents and Darius Rush in the draft. Key departures, though. Stephon Gilmore traded 
32-year-old, traded to the Dallas Cowboys. Brandon Faison, another corner, gone in free agency. Paris Campbell, walking in free agency. My jersey is now outdated. I will hear nothing from you guys on that, so thank you in advance. Bobby Okereke also walks in free agency. And Isaiah Rogers, caught up in gambling on his own team in the facility, suspended for the year, and like what we like to say, Cut, cut, Isaiah Rogers. So let's start with this, guys. I want to talk about the relationship between Shane Steichen and Anthony Richardson and that whole situation there. So, Caleb, I want to start with you and get your thoughts on the new head coach hire and the quarterback that he drafted. I mean, I mean, look, they they're uh, they they went with you know they had Reich previously. And, uh, you know, there's no denying, in my opinion, what he was able to do with the offense, especially, you know, in the first couple of years. But getting getting Steichen in there, I mean, look, you got to see whether he's a product of the talent or not, gentlemen. I mean, that's the key. I mean, the, the Eagles are loaded everywhere. Uh, the Colts are not. Let's just face the facts. Uh, you both need to face the facts. Uh, they're not loaded everywhere. And so that's that's going to come down to obviously, you know, Richardson, but I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I think he brings a, you know, I'm excited for Colts because it is going to unlock a different style of offense. And, you know, I, I would, I think they're going to be way more fun to watch than they have even the last couple of years. And even guys, even the year that you were close to making the playoffs with, with rivers. And I mean, dang near the last luck year. Like I, I think this, like, even though the wins might not show it, like, they're going to be like one of those league pass NFL teams, you know, like they're going to be one of those teams you watch on Sunday ticket because they have a lot of excitement Simon going on for them right now. So you're going to watch us, Caleb. I mean, I watch you lose like 10 games. But yeah. Okay. Okay. You just had to sneak that in there. Okay. Yeah, well, you, had it. You, you really added that to me. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Okay. Zach, what are your thoughts on the Steichen hire and the Richardson draft? Well, let me just, let me just paint a picture here. Let me just play Picasso for a second. Uh, the NFL draft back in April. I am sitting there halfway blitzed. The lovely Abigail to my side on the couch. I am inconsolable because I'm convinced we're going to draft Will Levis and tank another few years of our future, Bryce. But then right there. Adam Schefter. A quick cut to Adam Schefter, who says Shane Steichen has been a big fan of Anthony Richardson. My hopes spike. My hopes spike up. Cut to Goodell. I've never been happier to see Roger Goodell in my life, ever. Roger Goodell strides out to the podium. The Indianapolis Colts select Anthony Richardson. It was oh god, tears, tears welled up in my eyes. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I had to leave the room. I had to leave the room because I was so convinced, Bryce, that we were going to take Will Levis, that we were going to be doomed, and we were not doomed. We got a quarterback who has qualities that, quite frankly, the Colts have never seen at the position. They've never seen it. If you're looking at this from a measurement perspective, most athletic quarterback in the history of the combine from a measurement perspective. Yeah. This guy, you know, he is raw. There's no doubt about it, but 
the system is coming together. Shane Steichen, you know, proved it last year as the OC with the Eagles. Came as close as you can get to winning a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, Caleb, Caleb's going to hate on Steichen, and that's fine. But I mean, this is this is this is the most excited I've been for a Colts individual player in a long, long time. Uh, I mean, probably, probably since Andrew Luck, probably since Andrew Luck, this is the most excited I've been to see one single player line up for the Colts probably since Andrew Luck. So, uh, this, you know, I, I'm kind of in line with Caleb in that I don't think we're going to win a lot of games. I don't think we're going to be very good, but I'm fine with that. Because as long as Anthony Richardson shows some signs, shows that he is the guy of the future, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah, and you have to play yeah. him. And, and it's yeah, been no, made no, very no clear. No, 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 bullshit. Right. It's been made very clear, especially by Jim Mercy. He's dropping the hints. He was on the Pat McAfee show, I believe, last week. And he said Anthony Richardson has to play in order to get better. That is basically him telling the world, that kid's going to play regardless. Yeah, you, you know, if, if Steichen wants to, you know, do Minshew for maybe two games, I, I, I would give Minshew two games max. Because I, I, I don't think that's going to happen anyway. I think Anthony Richardson is going to start to start off with. And I think that's the right move. Because he, he is a more of a project, but he is athletic and he is talented and it's good for the league. And yeah, maybe the Colts won't win a lot of games. They do have a, you know, a tough schedule, but they do have some cupcake teams that they play. Uh, you know, they play Tampa Bay this year. Um, you know, they play, uh, they, they play Houston, who's going to be improved, but say they it. play Houston. Say it. No, say it. Say it. What? Say the team I'm thinking of. Say the team I'm thinking of. Cleveland? Later in the season. Oh, oh yes. They play, they play the Raiders. They play the Raiders on December 31st uh, here in Indy. Uh, yeah, that will probably be a cupcake walk, you know, at the end of the season. It'll be a nice confidence boost going into the end of the season, that's for sure. But as this de- – I want to shift it over to defense here for a second. So they lost Isaiah Rogers, who is a very – probably the most promising corner we had on the team. Uh, and was we were kind of, kind of looking for him to have a big kind of breakout season, if you will. Um, and then we lose Bobby Okereke, who is key to that linebacker core, especially with Shaq Leonard out. Uh, we got the uh, – I know Zach loves these. We got the workout video of Shaq Leonard yesterday, uh, seeing okay. he's Clark. working up to full speed. This defense isn't the worst I've ever seen, but it's, it's, got, it's definitely got some holes. So, Caleb, where, where do you see holes in this defense? But where do you see the pros in this defense? Um, I mean, here's, here's, here's the thing with the Colts defensively. Um, yeah, I just I – think, I think we got to just cut to the crap. Uh, I mean, this defense, is, this defense is awful. I mean, why are we, we going to act why, – why are you going to sit here and get all PR here? Uh, they got holes everywhere. It's not bad. They got holes. They got they they got holes everywhere. They got holes everywhere. They got holes everywhere in the secondary. They got they got holes everywhere in the secondary. Uh, they got to have a really nice year uh, from Quiddy Pay. Uh, they got to have a strong season uh, from Dio, uh, in my opinion, to get this team to its potential. And a lot is still riding on Darius Leonard. I mean, it just is. 
I mean, you guys can sit here and make fun of these workout videos. No, it's you want, true. But you need Darius Leonard to kill it. I, I I agree. You need him to kill it. You need him to be the best player on your defense. Like, especially when you're facing like all these running quarterbacks and mobile quarterbacks, like you got to have a guy in the middle who can check these guys down. And I, you got to see whether he can be healthy or not. But I, I do have some, I do have some concerns, but it's mostly just, it's about development. It's about development for me. I'm, I'm scared of the development and I'll be honest. I mean, the Colts are going to be free fantasy points, baby. They're going to be free fantasy points because you're going to get thrown. You're going to get torched every week. You're going to get torched every week. You're going to get absolutely torched every week. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to go Dallas Flowers on the other side. 15 fantasy points. Oh, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Kitty Moore nickel. I'm going to go to Kitty Moore nickel. I'm going to be like, oh, here's, here's eight to 10. Oh, wait, here's what else. Here's what else I got. I got an outside linebacker on me. I got a tight end. Oh, I'm feasting. I'm feasting. Okay. Fantasy owners should be salivating. Playing this cult fast, fast defense. They should be you, all you don't, in. You don't trust in Gus Bradley's schemes. You do? A little bit. Some of them work. That's that's no, you. I, 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 no, listen, I'm not the biggest Gus Bradley fan, and I think you took that comment from Bryce, Caleb. I think you took that the wrong way. I fucking loathe off-season workout videos. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them in the NBA. I hate them in the NFL. You're talking about PR. Look no further. Look no you further than that. these videos. That's what this is. I'm on the school of thought. Trade Shaq Leonard. Trade him. I'm done with him. Why is he getting oh hurt? Goodness. Okay, I didn't expect that. Why Trade him. I thought I've said that before. I thought I've said that before. Yeah. How come Maybe I, I didn't know why? how why? serious you were about that, though? Trade Shaq uh, yes. Leonard? Yes. How come I pay you the bag and all of a sudden you can't play? How come? I'm done. I'm done. You don't, think they were try- you don't think they were trying to tank at all? Try to rest him up? I, no, I think no, he was, I was legitimately at, hurt. I mean, they, he had surgery. I was at what? the game. He got hurt. I was at the game. He got hurt. Apparently, he like, broke his nose or something. And then I don't know what the other injury was later in the year. But like, I'm, I'm like done. Back. How come you were very durable before your paycheck? And then after your paycheck, you can't play. Why? What? Oh my lord! What? No, what? Oh my Caleb? lord! What? Are you? I just—it's frustrating. It's frustrating. The guy's, on, the guy's amazing. The guy's amazing, and then I pay him, and then he can't play. He can't play. Okay, so that happens. Why? It happens. We Name another time. NFL players have that happen. When? Okay. We have. When? Derwin James. Okay. Yeah, he's come back. He, oh, he's, I just shut you up. Nicely. I just shut you up. But he didn't. He played last you year. Literally, he you played. Li- no, no. You he recovered. Said, give well, me an example. You said, give me an example. And I just said to you, an example of a player that has been hurt, that was hurt for a season long period of time, yep, who came yep. back and who was effective. This has been two years for Shaq Leonard. This has been two years. Two years. Here we go. Moving that goalpost. Moving that goalpost. I'm not moving the goalpost. I watch this team every week. Moving that goalpost. All I'm saying is, look, if he's not healthy this year, I'm done. Done. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. I'll, I can give you that. That's a long time. I'm done. Well, how, but how I, do you I'm feel optimistic. overall about the defense? Overall about the defense? I mean, mostly stayed the same besides losing Gilmore and Okereke and, of course, Isaiah Rogers going the Pete Rose uh, career path. But I, I don't really... You know, Gus Bradley, he's fine, I guess. He's fine. You know, he's not the worst DC in the world. Uh, you know, you can do better. You can do worse. He's he's like a middle-of-the-road DC. Um, and with the corners, you know, Julius Brents probably uh, thanking DraftKings or FanDuel or whoever Isaiah Rogers had an account with because now he's a starter. Now he's a starter. <laughs> Julius Brents is now a starter as a rookie. So congratulations on that. Losing in Gakwe, I thought he was kind of underwhelming last year. You know, that was a pretty big signing that uh, we all liked, but didn't really amount to much. So uh, this defense, I just think it's a middle-of-the-road defense. So a, a classic Colts defense. Yeah, middle that's fair. No, that's fair, yeah, per usual, per usual. Well, then I want to shift to this, kind of a controversial hot-button topic in the NFL right now. Um, and it kind of doesn't bode well. I, I mentioned this to you guys uh, on Twitter uh, like yesterday or two days ago, I think. So the running back market has been very at its lowest that I think it's ever been. Uh, we've seen a lot of running backs not get paid, seen uh, a lot of low ball offers. Um, and it's it's just the reality of the NFL now. Uh, quarterbacks are more mobile. Um, you know, they don't want to, you know, GMs and front offices don't want to tie up a ton of money into, into running backs. Uh, but Jonathan Taylor is coming up on a contract year. Um, and he voiced his support on Twitter for, uh, the running backs that didn't get paid and now have to play if they choose to on a franchise tag. Jonathan Taylor is coming off an injury of his own that that he missed quite a few games for last season. Um, and is still, it sounds like he's still nursing that ankle injury. Not sure if he'll be ready for training camp or not. I think that's still up in the air. Um, but do you guys foresee a big time Jonathan Taylor bounce back season? And I, and I use bounce back loosely because he still had 861 yards, uh, but the production wasn't exactly what everyone thought it would be, especially, you know, coming off of the season that he had um, a couple of years ago. So, Zach, I'll start with you. How does this look for Jonathan Taylor this season and then concerning his contract situation coming up? I'll, I'll just speak on the running back situation throughout the league. Uh, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of PR right now from teams. Deals almost got done. You know, you know we tried... We tried with the negotiation process, whether it's Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley or Austin Eckler. You know, we tried. We tried. We just couldn't get the deal. No. No. These are your franchise running backs. In some cases, with like, you know, like with Saquon, it's your franchise player. Get the deal done. There's no almost. Get it done. So with Jonathan Taylor, I think, you know, right now, he's the best player on our offense. So a deal has to get done in my mind because there's no running back on this roster who can just step in and do what he does. There just isn't, you know, Deion Jackson, Zach Moss, not happening. They're not doing what Jonathan Taylor does. So a deal will get done. I think, I think 
push comes to shove, I think Jim Irsay will make sure that gets done. Uh, but I think we are going to see a bounce back with Jonathan Taylor. I really think we are. Uh, I thought his fantasy ranking was very fair. I think he was the fourth or fifth running back uh, listed. He still had 860 yards last year, missing six games, uh, which is very, very impressive in my opinion. So um, I think the O-line will improve as well. The O-line play. Um, I think Bernard Raymond, you know, you can't get much worse than you were last year. So you, you're, I think we're only going to go up with him. I think we're only going to go up with him. Uh, but I, I anticipate a bounce back. I mean, I would be shocked if Jonathan Taylor didn't have over a thousand or 1100 yards this year. I'd be shocked. Caleb, what do you think? I know you got thoughts. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I don't think you really have a choice. I mean, I agree. Yeah. I mean, just, just being honest, you take that as a shot. You can take that as not a shot. I don't care. I, I really just don't think this team has a choice. Um, I think they have to do it. I think he's one of the five best players on the football team. I think he is the franchise player on the team. And I think you have to have somebody that the franchise can get behind. And I believe that's Jonathan Taylor, period. Uh, I think the Colts have to do it. I don't think it matters if it's a running back. If you're the franchise player, I don't care what position it is. You got to make sure you keep him around. And I think the Colts believe that he is. And so, therefore, I think uh, they will. Uh, but I'm tired of the PR that Zach's saying in terms of his production. I think he's a solid. I think he'll be a solid running back. I think he'll be a solid running back this year. I think he'll be effective. I don't think he's just going to go right back to what he was. I think he's going to be good, and I think he's going to be a he's going to be very solid. He's going to be top tier running back. But, but not in the way. why am I PR? You're, you're you're trying to sell me on. Oh, he's going to get a thousand one hundred rushing yards. He's going to get a thousand one hundred rushing yards. Just why so can't easily. he get a thousand yards? So easily, he just so easily. He's going to get what? one thousand one hundred yards. You're acting like that's easy. Last year, you act like that's he easy. He had eight hundred last year, missing six games. You act like that's games. easy. You he made eight hundred yards. Easy. He made 800 yards look easy. In you guys both know. No, stop that nonsense. You both what? know how bad that offensive line was. Don't sit there and tell me those 800 yards still, were easy. Yes. Don't tell me those yards. yards were easy. Yes. Don't tell me those yards were easy. Come Kill. on, you guys. Kill. He The O-line took a step back last year. You know, no left tackle. What do they do with of. it? What do they do with it? Tell he played in 11 games. Line. He played in 11 games, Caleb. He missed six games. Tell me what they're doing. Tell me what they're doing with that O-line. Tell me what they did. That, they didn't that's do enough, in it. my opinion. They didn't do enough. Raymond's that's got, what I'm saying. Another, Raymond. They, they, they drafted yes. Freeland. They could try Freeland out at left tackle. That's what but I'm I think saying. Raymond that's what I'm be saying. Better. Guys, but, but that's what I'm saying but, with Raymond. Caleb, that's what I'm who, saying with Raymond. Who benefits you can't get more, much worse. Who benefits more than Jonathan Taylor with Anthony Richardson at quarterback? Who benefits? I don't, more? I don't follow. Like you're saying, you're saying that Taylor really benefits yes. from Richardson. Yes. Well, he's got the throw yes. ball for that to happen. Not really. I mean, I mean, oh, stop I mean, yes, it. You can't just yes, run the is. ball all day. You can't Why? just run the ball all day. Why? Why? Bryce, you're Why? the same person who sits there and hates on Lamar for doing it. I do. That's exactly what you're wanting Anthony Richardson to do. If we had to do it for a season, then that's what we got to do. Sweet Jesus Christ. I mean, are you? Oh, come on with that nonsense. 
born with that nonsense. You sit there and critique running quarterbacks, and here you are with a, a quarterback who I think can run, but you need him to throw the ball. He will. He will. I think he, I think if Anthony Richardson proves to be an effective passer, yes, it can affect Jonathan Taylor. But if you're just trying to run the ball the entire time, I don't think you're baking don't think on an offensive line who who is who regressed, who regressed, and you paid too much for that offensive line to regress. And you both know, you both can sit here, you both can give me all this PR junk, but they regressed. And Zach, no, you you got to be honest PR? with the trenches. You got to be honest with the trenches. What is the PR? I am. I've tried, I've said you off record. I'm ready to cut Kelly. Cut. I'm ready to cut <laughs> Kelly if he has another subpar year. Cut. That's a lot I'm of ready. money. It's a lot of money, brother. I, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. You, you give Braden Smith's a lot of money, brother. I mean, come on now. It's him too. Him too. Him too. They both sucked last year. They both I mean, sucked. And Quentin right. Nelson, Quentin Nelson didn't do a great job. Like no, he, he didn't. Show, show up. He needs to show up. Yeah, you guys paid you guys those both, three guys too much money. Yes, to be what you were. You guys both know. I I bow down to the altar of Quentin Nelson, but he 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 was not great last year at all. And Ryan Kelly, Ryan Kelly was not great. You know, this guy was an All Pro once upon a time. Play like it. Play like it, and you got paid like it. That's that's my, like that's my issue, Bryce. That's my my, my big complaint with it is can this offensive line get a little better? And I just need Richardson to prove to me as a passer. I mean, he doesn't have to do anything fancy, okay? But if he can give me like, if he can be like 18th in passing yards, it probably does the trick. I think he I can. need that. I did. I, I need that. Can. I need that. I think he can. All right, last thing on the Colts before we move on. Anthony Richardson, Rookie of the Year odds, plus 900. That is tied third, according to FanDuel. Gentlemen, are you laying those odds? Caleb, I know you got a future on this already. I know you you have to. I know you do. I speak my interest. It has piqued my interest. You haven't right. laid yet. You haven't put it. I haven't, haven't laid it yet, but that, that has piqued my interest because, I mean, here, here's the thing with the Colts, right? It, this is, this is kind of my, um, you know, my thing with them is I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be awesome this year or it's going to suck. I think it's going to be awesome or it's going to suck. I really don't I think the first year is going being a disaster. Though. No, I, no, I, no, I'm not saying overall. I'm just saying this season. Like, I honestly think, honest to God, you're going to call me crazy, and that's fine. I don't care. But your ceiling is, like, unexpected playoff team. But your worst. Sure, that's fine. But your, but, your, but your worst. But your worst is the worst team in the league. And, but, but that's fine, too, because guess who's I, I'm not coming saying to it's Indy? Not. Guess who's coming to Indy? Right, but I'm saying. But I'm, telling you, but I'm telling you, if Richardson, but my point is, that's what makes Richardson Marvin. an intriguing bet at, nine, at, at 900. Sure. Because because he because if he that type of boom or bust is the type of thing you want to bet on, you know, you want to bet on somebody that has that, you know, the 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 range of outcomes that he potentially has. So to answer your question, I, I think that's I, I, I like that number for him. I like that number for him. I, I don't hate that number. And I think if, you know, you wanted to bet on some NFL futures, you wanted to bet on a rookie of the year. I mean, that's not a bad number. I won't hate on that number. Zach. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at offensive rookie of the year, 
I would imagine Bijan is the favorite. That'd be correct. Or Bryce Young. Uh, Bijan. Yeah. Bijan. So, which is also fair. Tough to tough to bet totally. against either of those guys. Um, I personally won't be laying those odds. I don't. I don't think the stats are going to be there in year one because uh, that's. I think that's typically what they go off of <laughs> with those awards. Um, so I, I don't. I don't think the stats are going to be there quite for that award. But uh, I don't hate those odds. That's for sure. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, guys. We're going to shift to the Houston Texans. Uh, so they are somewhat similar to the Colts as far as what they did in the offseason. They hire a new coach, uh, D'Amico Ryans, um, from the Niners. And then they drafted C.J. Stroud to be um, their new franchise quarterback. But I also – but what the what the Texans did, the Colts did, it, is they went out and they got it. They signed a lot of veterans, some older, some, you know, you know, they're starting to get up there. But I'll, nonetheless, I think it's going to help their team. So just this offseason, they signed Robert Woods, uh, Shaqu- uh, Shaquille Griffin, Dalton Schultz, Shaq Mason, Jimmy Ward, Sheldon Rankins, Denzel Perryman, Noah Brown, Devin Singletary. And then they drafted Stroud, their franchise quarterback, on the offensive side. Then they drafted Will Anderson. They traded up for Will Anderson, got their cornerstone pass rusher. Um, and then they drafted Juice Scruggs, um, big center out of Penn State. And um, uh, and then they drafted uh, Tank Dell, who C.J. Stroud really wanted them to draft, wide receiver. Um, so they had a decent draft. And they really didn't lose much. Uh, from their team, um, you know, that they, they traded Brandon Cooks away, um, who won it out anyway. So see you later. Uh, they lost Rasheem Green and Jonathan Owens, which aren't huge losses in the grand scheme of things for the Texans. So I guess what's interesting is they're in a similar situation to the Colts. But are they ready to compete more now than the Colts are in this division? Caleb, give me your thoughts. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I think the the win total is a little too high here, but I I will say they, but they, but I do think that they are. I trust them. I see their vision. I mean, yeah. they're committed. They're committed to the. They're committed to their offensive line. Um, second highest paid offensive line unit last year, Zach. I mean, they're investing in the trenches. There's no denying. There's no denying their investment in the trenches. They they went out and and like you said, Bryce, they went out and got some veterans. And you know that's not what this team did two or three years ago. This team was absolutely trying to tank. But I mean, look, I, I'll be. I mean, I think Larry Tunsil is the most underrated offensive lineman in football. You know, yeah. I, I think he's. I I mean, if you're an offensive lead. line. If your offensive line's anchored by Larry Tunsil, you're doing just fine. And your defensive. I mean, and I'm. I, I think this team. From a front, from a defensive perspective, Bryce, I, I mean, they got talent on that side of the ball. I mean, it, they got talent. They're going to get stops. 100%. Um, I, I, I trust their vision a lot. Um, I compare to the Colts. I see their vision. Um, I'm, just, I'm just worried that it's going to take this team just a little bit. Um, I'm not as crazy. I'm really not crazy on their pass game. Um, I, I really wish they would just start Dell and start getting all, stop getting all cute. 
with okay, Robert Woods. Stop getting cute with Robert Woods. Yeah. Okay, Nico Collins has been nothing for you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to let you do that. No, I'm not going to let you do that. He's, he hasn't been healthy. Yeah, it's nice I think he can for a Michigan guy, isn't it? Look, when I when I look at when I look at Dell, okay. when I look at when I look at Dell, I mean, I think Dell is a nice game. Dell is a Dell is a a starter. If your quarterback wants a guy, you know, I'd want to try to play it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to put him as my fourth straight. My and they get Mechie back. They get Mechie back. Yeah, he's a fat. He's an X factor for me. That that guy's the X factor. And I think signing Dalton Schultz. I don't think the production for Schultz is going to be quite what it was in Dallas. But that's a solid piece to have as like a safety valve for a young quarterback like. I got I got a bad feeling about that deal. Okay. In what like, way? I just feel yeah. like just feel like Dak, feel like Dallas kind of made him, and ah, I'm worried it's not going to carry over. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. a bad, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I'm not, I'm not even going to push back on it because I mean, that's I, a lot of money. Right I mean, you might be I don't understand. It's, I don't it's understand a lot of money for for a player that I really don't know. I just don't know. I mean, granted, it's like, is it ten million? Is that what it is? Ten million. Um, I mean, it's, it's just a little, it's just a little more than I would like. Sure. Just a little. Okay. Zach thoughts on, uh, thoughts on the, uh, Houston roster here. Well, I mean, other than Sean Payton, I thought it was the best head coaching hire of the offseason. Uh, he was one of my top picks for the Colts. Uh, when that became unrealistic or uh, when he took the Texans job, you know, we ended up with Steichen, which I'm still happy with, but uh, Ryan's, you know, he brings over Jimmy Ward from San Fran, right? He brings mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. he brings over some other guys, you know, they re-signed Laramie Tunsil, who I totally agree with Caleb. Uh, you know, gas mask and all. I think he is the most underrated lineman in the league. You know, yeah. making making twenty five million a year on this new deal. Love it. They bring over Shaq Mason from Tampa. Yeah. Uh, you know, an outcast from Tampa. Tampa thinks they can afford to lose linemen like this. Go right ahead. <laughs> uh, you know, they re-signed Quesenberry. Love it. I you know, I, I really like this old line. I really like this old line. Battle line. This is. This is a solid O line, man. This is a solid O line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Nico Collins. I'm kind of with Caleb. Not, not a massive fan, but uh, you know, yes, Robert you Woods. I think I think he'll be a nice veteran for CJ Stroud to look to. You know, you know, Bryce. You you said Schultz was the safety valve. I think Robert Woods is safety valve. Okay. Because uh, I'm kind of on the same boat as Caleb Dalton Schultz. I think I think Dallas and Kellen Moore and Dak kind of made him what he was. I thought he was kind of foolish to leave. Really, I, I really, really did think he was. Uh, but speaking of Dallas, they bring in Noah Brown too. Bryce, they bring in your guy uh, Devin O-H. Singletary. Uh, now you saw Devin Singletary. One of your uh, favorite backs. Yeah, I actually don't get bringing in Devin Singletary, especially after the season Pierce had, but, you know, whatever. I guess in this day and age, if you can screw over a running back, you got to do it. But this this is... Uh, they nailed the draft. You know, they, they, got, they got their quarterback. They got probably the best defender in the draft, Will Anderson. Uh, 
a rare, awesome draft for the Houston Texans. You know, when have you ever been able to say that? Cereal making you eat it. Apologize to Nick. Uh, I'm not going to apologize to him. I'm not going to apologize to him for one good draft. uh, (laughs) This team, this team is, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be fun at least. Like they're going to be a Sunday ticket team that you consider, but you know, still a long way to go. We need to see what Stroud can do. You know, much like with the Colts, it all hinges on the quarterback. Oh, don't you, know, you worry if, about CJ? If, if the rookie, okay, well, get um, your PR out of here. Yeah, you get to get your OSU PR out of here. Whatever. That's great. I'm just telling you, you don't have to worry uh, about it. You know, it, 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 it. You know, much like the Colts, it just hinges on the rookie, and you know, maybe, maybe we'll see that in quarterback season too, but. I'm optimistic for this Texans team, which I have not been able to say in a while for a long, long time. <laughs> well, Zach, let me let me keep it here with you. And I, you voiced your support for D'Amico Ryan's. So I actually want to I actually want to pose this question to you guys. Do you have an issue with teams still hiring defensive minded head coaches? We've seen in so many of these Super Bowls. With offensive minded head coaches, you know, obviously Bill Belichick being an outlier, right? But a lot of the Super Bowl winning teams have had offensive head coaches, offensive minded teams, the pass first, uh, those types of teams have won these Super Bowls or gotten to the Super Bowls. So, Zach, do you have an issue with hiring defensive coaches, especially for a young rookie quarterback? Hell no. No, I don't. I don't because if you look at Recent history, you know, the Broncos win the Super Bowl with an elite defense. Obviously, their 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 head coach is not a defensive mind, but they have an elite defense. Same thing with the Seahawks, you know, Legion of Boom and whatnot. 49ers got to a Super Bowl, had an elite defense, you know, obviously an offensive-minded coach, but had an awesome defense. Rams had an awesome defense, won the Super Bowl with an offensive-minded coach. Uh, you know, so I'm not saying it cannot be done, you know, even when the Buccaneers won with, with Brady, you know, they had an awesome defense, obviously an offensive minded coach, but you know, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin's a defensive coach roundly considered one of the best, if not the best coach in the league. So I, I mean, I'm, I, I kind of like the zag here, if you will, by the Texans, um, going, you know, everyone and their mother is trying to hire anyone who's been in the same zip code or time zone as Sean McVay. So (laughs) the Texans here going defense, taking the young guy who, you know, Bryce, we kind of grew up watching in the AFC South when he played for the Texans was a great defensive player when he was a player. Now comes from the Shanahan tree brings, like I said, brings over Jimmy Ward with him has experience coaching these elite defensive players, whether it's Nick Bosa or Fred Warner or whoever else. Now he's going to bring that experience over and he's going to, he's going to establish a culture that the Texans, I think desperately need desperately need. Hey, look, what do you think? Um, I totally agree with Zach. I think the lamest one of the lamest things, the na- lamest narratives 
when the NFL is being discussed, especially coaching, is that you have to have an offensive coach. I think it's one of the lamest narratives uh, there is. Um, I think if you have the right guy, and in this case, a player that's been in your franchise that has been there and done that, that's seen success in the franchise, like to me, it doesn't matter what side of the ball, right? If he fits what you want to do, you know, to me, this is the type of hire that is just a safe hire. It's a safe hire. I don't care what side of the ball he is, you know, and I, and I think the other part to this, Bryce, I think is really underrated is D'Amico Ryan's brought in the San Francisco 49ers passing game coordinator from last year. And I think if you can get that type of mindset into this Houston Texan team, you know, you, you can get away with it. I mean, I think head coaches, you know, look, I don't care what side of the ball you're on, right? As long as you can coach. Okay. Mm. Because, you know, I think it's so easy, Bryce, we can you know, so many, so much of the time we can easily bash defensive hires. Well, I can bash some offensive hires. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, we, we could go all Rick day. Daniels, we could Josh go all day and bash some offensive <laughs> hires. So to and me, I kid. think this was, to me, this was, I, I, I I'm a hundred percent with Zach. Completely with Zach. I mean, this was the safest hire. I would even make that case. This is the safest hire because if he stinks, he stinks. But if he's if he's great, you're gonna you're gonna be beloved by the franchise and the fans. Yeah, yeah, that's a good take. I I, I I am a little skeptical, but I'll wait and see how it plays out. I like Ryan's. I think he's a good character guy. I think he's a good culture guy. So I think it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, I thought he was. I mean, obviously, Sean, you know, Bryce used the word outlier. Obviously, Sean Payton was an outlier in terms yeah. of the candidates that were available. But I thought D'Amico Ryans was the best candidate I, available. Yes, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's I, definitely I, up there. I, I think him and Steichen I wanted were. It. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. So, I, I, oh, go ahead. One other thing I was going to ask you guys is, does... To think the only thing that I'm worried about is there's a lot of defensive guys from San Francisco. You know, there's some defensive guys that have been killing it in San Francisco that become head coaches and then we see them not work out, like or not maybe not get to the potential that we think they could be. Uh-huh. Like, do you think we're overrating? Do you think that we gotta be careful with that candidate coming from that's my only skepticism and my only worry because I like the guy, but I'm worried that they have so much talent on defense that maybe coaching isn't really thought about. Mm. No, I, I no, I don't know if that's the case. He may fail, but I still that's feel fair. like he's, he's still a good. I like him too. I'm with you. I'm just saying I yeah. think it's interesting. That's all. No, but that's I, fair. I... Honestly, think he's a great coach defensively because yeah, I'm with Nick you. Bosa. Nick Bosa wasn't being talked about as DPOY with Robert Sala. I know that. I agree with that. That only happened after Ryan took over. Agreed. Okay. Well, a couple more things, guys, on this. So. um they, I feel like the Texans have probably one of the best cores um, in the NFL. And I think when you guys listen to this, I think you'll be intrigued as well, especially on the, uh, they have two, I think they have two pieces on, on both sides of the ball that they can really build around as far as 
um, you know, especially in the important positions in the league that you really think about and talk about the most. So on, on defense, they have Will Anderson um, as their edge rusher. And then they have Derek Stingley in, you know, in the secondary. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they have Stroud and Pierce. How long before they can compete with the cornerstones that they have where, where, where it's going to be scary for the league that you have to face these four extremely talented guys, uh, you know, twice a, twice a year, or even they're coming to town or you're going to their place and you're like, man, this isn't a gimme game anymore. This isn't, you know, you know, the old Texans. This is the new Texans, re-energized Texans. Caleb, I'll start with you. Two years. I think this year is going to be rough. I think this year's not. I think this year they're going to show some flashes in the pan. Um, but I think I, I like what they're building. I mean, Damian Collins was a, a, a Damian Pierce. Pardon was a player that you know he was not drafted. You know, in a, you know, in a place where you were like, oh my gosh, he's going to lock and start a job. But I mean, he's a blue collar son of a gun. I mean, you yeah, you is. guys saw you guys saw him. I mean, he's the truth, 100%. man. I don't care that he was a sixth round pick. And I mean, I mentioned it earlier and I'll say it again. Like if Laramie Tunsil anchors your offensive line, you're doing just fine. I mean, you, oh, you yeah. know, and both of you, bo- both of you see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. annoying to me how much he doesn't oh, get yeah. talked about for being one of the best offensive linemen in the league. But it's um, because he plays for Houston. You're That's right. Why. But like, I still think he's, his talent su- su- surpasses that. No, I and I, I think agree, Houston and I think Houston is, he plays for the Texans. But to go back to your point, Bryce, I I'm in on this team. I, I think they're going to be very competitive. Um, I do not think they're going to be an easy win or law, you know, for anybody uh, this year. I think we'll see some blowouts, but I, I think you know the year after is when I think we see this team get a little frisky. You'd see that seven to nine win mark. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, Zach. Yeah, so I kind of agree with Caleb on the uh, win total here. You know, I think the win total was yeah. six and a half. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I got yeah. Yeah, you can hammer the you can hammer the under on that. But I I think they're going to be similar to the Colts again in that as long as Stroud shows some promise, as long as the head coach shows some signs of of competency of leadership, like. You, if I'm a Texans fan, like if we don't win a lot of games, that should just be expected. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you look at look at highly drafted quarterbacks in years past, I mean, there's only a couple exceptions where the team actually wins a lot of games or even makes the playoffs. Like the only ones I can think of is, you know, obviously Andrew Luck's rookie season we made the playoffs. Russell Wilson's rookie season made the playoffs. RG3's rookie season made the playoffs, which actually that was all in the same season, ironically. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, other than those guys, I mean, you think about hyped quarterbacks like Trevor Lawrence. Not great his rookie season. Obviously, his head coach was one of the worst we've ever seen, but he wasn't great. Uh, You know, Joe Burrow was okay, got hurt. Um, You know, guys like that. Justin Herbert one rookie of the year, but they didn't win a lot of games. Like you're looking back in recent history, I think. And Dak Prescott's another, he's another exception uh, where the team won a lot of games, but that's, 
you know, I, I, I don't think there's a lot of high expectations around this team. Um, I think I agree with Caleb. I would say three to four years. If you get the year four with CJ Stroud and you haven't even sniffed the playoffs, I agree. With I would, I, I, I agree with it. You know, I, I would start to look in other directions there. Yeah, totally agree. All right, last thing. We got uh, CJ Stroud, rookie of the year odds, tied third with Anthony Richardson, plus 900. Will Anderson, the favorite at plus 400 to win defensive rookie of the year. Do you give Stroud a better chance to win than Richardson? And I don't even think it's close that Anderson's going to win it. Like, I, I just don't even think it's close. So I don't really? know what you guys think. Uh, Zach, I, how, how do you feel about these? Uh, I actually like Richardson more than Stroud. I think um, if Taylor is healthy and plays all 17 games, that'll just give him another option in the passing game. And yeah, if Steichen, you know, Steichen has a good history of using his tight ends, unlike Frank Reich. So if he uses the ends to the effectiveness that, you know, you and I, Bryce, think they're capable of. I, I like Richardson's odds a little more. With Will Anderson, you know, everything I heard and read going into the draft was he was the best defensive player in the draft. So it makes sense to me that he would be. Um, but, you know, I, I like these guys, the Eagles drafted as well on the D-line. I really like them as well. So I think they could be some sleepers, specifically Carter. Uh, but one guy I don't think you have to worry about for this is Lucas Van Ness, who the Packers drafted. <laughs> Caleb, give it to me, man. I, I definitely, I, I'm not as crazy on Stroud at nine to one. I, my big thing with Stroud is I think he just won't have enough flashy moments. Compared to Richardson, he's not going to get, and I think that matters sometimes the flash. And I think he can get there over time, but just not this year. I think they'll be a little, I don't know if they'll be as aggressive. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they'll be aggressive um, offensively. Therefore, I'm not crazy on Stroud. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any value there, but like Will Anderson should absolutely be the favorite. Uh, yeah. As Zach said, I mean, I think he's a true pass rushing dominant force. I think he'll be a three. I think he'll be a, uh, you know, a guy that plays every down Bryce. Um, mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, it wouldn't shock me if he sees doubles early. Um, and that's going to be on, that's going to, you know, I think teams are going to respect him. I think they're not going to sit there. They're not going to slack off on him. Um, I think he's going to be a true pass rusher. Um, Bama, I think honestly, like in my opinion, Bama's best strength has been, has always been the D line. Yeah. Like everyone wants no, to talk yeah, about everybody wants to talk about everybody, everything else. You want to talk about running, you want to talk about running backs, which by the way, they if you really look at the running back list, it's not as great as you think. You look at their wide receiver list, it's you know what there's talent. Um it's but really I mean good. in my opinion, their D line is like about as like reliable as anything. And you know, a great D line prospect has always been great. You know, you go to back to you know, Allen, you go back to Payne, you got guys like that, like well, Anderson's more talented than right, and and Anderson might be more talented than all those guys. Yeah. So I think the Texans got a true franchise difference maker. And would I lean for him rookie of the year? Yeah, I would. Uh, but from a betting perspective, I would not take him ever. Well, yeah, there's no money to be made there, of course. Yeah. 
All right, guys, let's transition to the one and only Tennessee Titans. I think that's Zach's favorite team, second favorite team in the division, Tennessee Titans. He loves talking about them. He does. And uh, their offseason wasn't the sexiest offseason. And I'll explain why here in a second when I tell you who they signed um, and and what they did in the draft. Um, But obviously the big signing, the one that everyone's talking about, DeAndre Hopkins, um, has now signed with the Titans. Uh, why? I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it here in a second. But they did sign Arden Key, um, Aziz Alshair from the Niners, Andre Dillard, Daniel Brunskill uh, for the offensive line, Sean Murphy Bunting uh, for the bat, or for the secondary, Chris Moore for some wide receiver help. This was before DeAndre Hopkins, and it was looking real grim before then. And it sounds like they're going to sign George Fant um, as Nicholas Petit Free Air, Ohio State guy. It's suspended for gambling um, on not on football, um, but just in the facility. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Still, that that one seems a bit weird, but that's okay. But they did draft uh, Peter Skaronsky. Great start to the draft, and then it kind of went downhill from there, guys. They drafted Will Levis, basically all but giving up on Malik Willis, who they spent another draft pick on, and then draft a running back that has uh, no ACL and I'm not joking. He literally doesn't have an ACL, uh, but claims that he's healthy and will take whatever, whatever workload is given to him. Um, And then as far as what they lost this season, uh, they lost David Long, who is so good for them in that linebacking core for years. I was shocked they they let him go. Um, And then they let go Bud Dupree, who didn't live up to that massive contract that they, that they gave him. And then they lost Robert Woods as well. So, gentlemen, I just want your initial thoughts um, on this roster and what this looks like. Zach, actually, no, I'm going to start with Caleb. I'm going to start with Caleb on this one. Caleb, talk to me about the Titans, man. What are they trying to accomplish? (laughs) No, I'm serious. I I can't wait for I I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish there. It's just their, their draft, the way they targeted and the guys they targeted in free agency. Like I, I'm confused by it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I don't understand. I, I hated their draft. I really hated their draft. I thought Skronsky was a fine pick. Um, but I mean, this, I don't trust this offensive line. I don't trust this offensive line. Do you guys trust seem- a do you trust a Kongwu? Do you trust a Kongwu? I, I, like I like a Kongwu. I like a Kongwu actually. I like him. But but this offensive line does feel thrown together, especially with Dillard, who's always been a swing tackle for the Eagles, kind of on the bench. Brunskill, you signed from the Niners. I think there's a reason the Niners let him go because they really take the trenches seriously. And then guys, the the petite free air suspension is disappointing. For them, they they, I, they can't afford it. No, like they're 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 receivers. They're receivers. I mean, like they really have to find ways to keep Burks healthy, and the lack of depth at that position is astonishing. I mean, I used to bash. I used to bash the Colts, but Christ's sakes, I'd take the Colts' depth over the Titans' depth at receiver every given day of the week. I do like Chris Moore a little bit, though. I like I like Chris Moore over Westbrook Akine. I'll say that. I wow, like Chris. Man, those are those. I, are I like gold. Chris. Moore. That's he was right solid there. for the Texans, man. I'm telling you, Chris Moore. I like Chris Moore. 
dude, you got to get a room with Casario. Like, you you got to do it. I don't know when, but like, you got you got to do it, brother. I mean, I, I just I just look when I when I when I look at this Titans team, I just see a team that's trying to do two things at one time, and I think that eventually catches up to you. I think they're trying to win. And at the same time, I also think they're trying to get these young guys. And I just, I don't think that that's going to match. And I really think their draft could have serious consequences to their, to their season. I think they, that has some real, real consequence. I mean, I think, you know, if you want to, I mean, I'm trying to think, I mean, Bryce, would you, would you slide Dillard? Would you slide Dillard to right tackle? And then put Scott, even though you paid him 10 million on the 10, 10 mil, and then you put Skronsky at right tackle. Well, well, they're going to side George Fan to fill in for those six games at right oh tackle, my God. supposedly. Oh my so that, gosh. so that, that's, I believe oh that's what the plan gosh. is going to be. Is they're, they're going to put George Fan there. So you're starting George Fan to start him. Yes, supposedly that is that is the word on the street that he will start and play those six games until Petit Freire is back, and then he'll be some depth. I mean, I guess you could slide Skaronsky. It's I, it's I it is a very. I mean, their offensive line might summarize the way I feel about their team. I just don't really know. It wouldn't shock me if Derek Henry has this record-breaking season. Because, like, he always does every time you don't think he doesn't. But, like, they're just, they're, I mean, they're a mess. This team's a mess. I don't know why DeAndre Atkins went here. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know Z- why. Zach. It's awesome, but I don't know why. Zach, get in here. Get in here. <laughs> this is my most hated team in football. Okay, no, now, now, now. That's not that. That's not that the Jets are. Yeah, no, it's the Titans. It's the Titans because the Titans are talked about in the media like this, <laughs> like this perennial playoff team, this, this team that has accomplished something. And the Titans are operating like, like the Patriots did. In the Tom Brady years, they're operating like, okay, we really don't need to make that many moves, and with we we just need to do a tweak like here, that. a tweak there. We'll be right back. I like that. The problem is, you haven't won anything. I mean, if this was the 1970s, I would probably pick you to win the Super Bowl because nobody was passing the ball. It was all about running the ball. Okay, so if it was the 1970s, yeah, the Tennessee Titans, ideal football team. But I agree with Caleb, Derrick Henry. You know, I think there's an outside shot. He crosses the 10,000-yard career threshold this year. He'd have to rush for like 1,600 yards. But, I mean, it's possible. It's Derrick I Henry, he rushed yeah, for 2,000 I'm, I'm never right. going to rule that out. Yeah, right. I, I, hey, unfortunately, I can't. That was actually it's one possible. of my questions to you guys. Uh, you, you can keep going, Zach, but that was actually one of my questions. Was this finally going to be the Henry regression year? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was going to be last year, and he rushed to like 1,500. So, I did too. Uh, you know, he, he's made me eat shit pro- probably more than any player in this division. But 
you know, I like Vrabel. Vrabel has obviously proven himself as a very good coach, if not a great coach. I, agree. I think that Chiefs game last year proved that. Uh, only losing to the Chiefs by one score with Malik Willis under center. Yeah. I mean, my God, he learned something from Belichick, obviously. But like I said, this team operates like the Patriots did, where they might make a splash here and there. You know, the Patriots... The Patriots parallel. traded for Randy Moss. They uh, they got Corey Dillon. They signed Darrell Revis. But other than that, they basically just made a couple tweaks here and there and ran it back with the same couple guys as the core. The Titans are doing that, but they don't have anything to show for it. You know, they made one AFC championship game, a lucky AFC championship game, in my opinion, Back in the 2019 season, you know, 2020, they have a good year, but the division is really weak. You know, we got Phillip Rivers that year, Bryce. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then in 2021, they have another great season. Division is weak. Uh, You know, Jaguars have Urban Meyer as head coach. Uh, Texans don't have Deshaun Watson the whole season. And we have Carson Wentz. So obviously you're going to win the division. They end up getting uh, beat by the Bengals that year. And then last year, I feel like it finally caught up with them. You know, this is by far the worst quarterback room in the division. By far. Uh, You know, Ryan Tannehill, you know, Titans fans on Twitter, in every comment section I see, they're like, well, Ryan's great. Ryan's fine. Hey, but he was hurt last year. And he's average at best. I mean, to give you guys an idea of how I feel about Ryan Tannehill, I'll take Kirk Cousins over him every day of the week. Like, this this is a... Ryan Tannehill's not good. He is not good. When Ryan Tannehill Tannehill retires, nobody's going to remember him. Nobody's going to think twice about Ryan Tannehill. Not to mention, your other options are Malik Willis, who... I'm not even sure can play the position in the XFL, let alone the NFL. And then you have Will Levis, who has a cannon for an arm, but can't throw it uh, from me to my TV here, which is two feet away from me. So, you know, in terms of accuracy. So this team, you know, they get Peter Skaronsky falls into their lap. So so they get lucky with that. They fall, it falls in their lap because the Bears take, uh, I think his name was uh, Darnell Wright. Yeah, Darnell Wright. He falls, they take him, so Skaronsky falls into the Titans' lap. But I think the AFC is too loaded, and they're just, I feel like this is the year the team as a whole just realizes, like, we're not cut out for this. We're like running the ball two out of the three downs. Like that's not happening. And then, you know, they signed DeAndre Hopkins. Great. Fine. That's awesome. Who's, who's throwing him the ball? Who's throwing him the ball? Like I I really lost a lot of respect for DeAndre Hopkins when he signed that, because I, I was like, what, what are you, what are you doing, man? That was just some, to, to me. This is not that much different. I mean, obviously, anything's better than the Cardinals, but you're still not making the playoffs. You're still not making the playoffs. You're still not competing for rings. Like, I don't, 
it was a money grab in my opinion. The DeAndre yes. Hopkins signing 100%. for the Titans does nothing for me. It does absolutely nothing for me. It's a waste. It's a shame because I think he's still a top 10 receiver in the league. And it's a waste for me to see him uh, piss away his prime on a team that just runs the ball. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So I have a question then for you guys. Quarterback at the quarterback position. Over under seven games to see a quarterback other than Ryan Tannehill, barring injury, not including injury, to go under center for the Tennessee Titans this season. Over, under, seven games. Under. I, th- I think we're going to see all three of them. <laughs> I think we're going to see all three of them. I mean, Bryce, um, this, isn't my one, this isn't my one word, but it's going to be a carousel for this team. It's going to be a carousel. I think we're they're going to have to play Levis because they took him with a pretty high draft pick. Uh, you know, Willis, they took him last year. And then Tannehill, I mean, I mean, all three of us are pretty low on Tannehill. So I think we're going to see all three of them this year. Caleb? I think it's over. I think they're going to do everything they possibly can to try to make this season um, competitive. Um, I think he's very much like Belichick variable is in that regard. Um, I just don't think he's going to raise a quarterback switch early on a guy that's been pretty loyal for him in the organization, but I actually agree with Zach. I just think it's going to be done on a shorter period of time. I just, I think they're going to play all three guys, but I think he probably will get, I, I I'm going to say like, he'll start nine games, okay. seven, seven, then mix and match, like we'll see those guys the rest of the way if I think their season goes the way I believe it's going to go. Okay. All right. So uh, last question, or last thing here on the Titans, guys. Is this a playoff team or not? Yes or no, Caleb? Oh, Christ almighty, no. Zach? Fuck no. I, I'm, I can, I'm I higher on... I mean, I think, I mean, spoiler alert, I think we all will agree on this. I think there's only one playoff team in this division. Uh, But like I said, the AFC is so deep. I mean, I would pick the Jets to make the playoffs over this team. And, you know, you guys know how I feel about the Jets. Well, a quick, quick thing on the Jets, actually. So the Lions just traded for Denzel Mims, um, another wide receiver casualty uh, from the Jets, another young casualty. To make uh, to make room for Randall Cobb, who Zach, I don't know if you knew this, Randall Cobb is on the PUP list to start training camp, uh, taking up a roster spot, and you know will be on the PUP list to start the start to start training camp. So anyway, we'll get to that division at a later date. <laughs> but uh, the that's your Jets for you. That's your Jets. Okay, well, let's move on to the last team in the division, the Jaguars. Uh, they made the playoffs last season. Um, you know, Peterson did a good job with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they spent big, and we ridiculed them for it, and they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs and yeah, were better than, than what we thought. Um, I'll tell you what, though. The Jaguars were pretty quiet this offseason, guys. Um, the only things that they really did – um, is they did sign Brandon McManus, which I love. I like McManus. I think he's better than Riley oh, yeah. Patterson. 
Um, and I didn't think yeah. Patterson was bad. That's not his fault. It, Brandon McManus is just a heck of a kicker. Uh, you're getting Calvin Ridley back from suspension. They acquired him last year, but you're getting him back. That is a pickup, in my opinion. And then their draft, I wasn't huge on. They drafted Anton Harrison, um, and I'll come back to that here in a second. And they also drafted Tank Bigsby, um, which I think is some really great depth behind ETN and gives you a bigger body for short yardage situations. Um, but they really didn't lose much either. They lost Arden Key uh, to free agency, and then they lost Jawan Taylor uh, to the Chiefs, where he's going to win another Super Bowl. Um, you know, at leaving a hole at that uh, that tackle position. So, guys, I mean, Jags. I I think we can all agree. I think they're the shoe in to win the division. But Caleb, talk to me. What do you What do you see with Jacksonville? How do you feel about them? Um, obviously we picked them to win a division. Do you have any bold takes on them with this roster as far as playoffs I, go? I, I, I know I love this freaking team. I mean, I think honest to God, I, I think they could be, I, <laughs> yeah, my take is I think they could be a top two seed in the conference. Oh, oh, because I think, they, I think, I think, I think the problem, I agree. Well, because it's really because of the division, you guys. Oh, well, okay. That's fair. I mean, no, if you fair. can get, if you can get, I mean, think about it. Think about it. They're out of conference. It's tough. You could, you could get a, but right. But you could get six wins right off the bat. You guys. Sure. Sure. But you, you really could play KC, uh, Buffalo. But if Pittsburgh. I can get you 11 wins, like. I don't know if 11 wins are on the table. It'll be close. I mean, I I looked at their schedule and I picked out eleven wins. I I, I think it's there. I, I yeah. I I picked out sweeping the division. You know, they played Kansas City very tough in that playoff game. I know I Mahomes agreed. got hurt, but agreed. Like they played them very tough. And, very and tough. The, and I just I I I really like what they did, Bryce. They didn't. They're not trying to mess with something that they that looked good. They're they're taking advantage of house money. They didn't overreact to anything. You know, I mean, you know, Harrison, again, offensive tackle. Go right back to the shell. Oh shoot, I, I lost I lost Taylor. All right, fine. I'll bring in a tackle. Well, Harrison, Harrison is going to start for Cam Robinson, who's suspended for six games. But I, I mean, but hey, I, I mean Cam Robinson's an effective offensive lineman. Once he gets yes, back he in the is. fold, I'm looking at a nice I'm looking Agreed. at a nice trenches. Agreed. And I love the extension from Ingram Rice. They're solidifying yeah, really? a, a, a. I like I like the extension because they 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 gives a, it gives the Jaguars a nice passing target. Who, and he had a nice year. I I I am I'm in on this Jaguars team, you guys. I, I I think they're so freaking good in a in a weak division. And honestly, what excites me the most is it, honestly, like I know this sounds weird, but like I'm excited for the defense because like I think really? the defense is gonna yeah because I think the defense is gonna get a lot better. Well, Caleb, I, I, I hate to break it to you. Yeah. And I know we're all going to be at this game together, but the Colts are beating the Jags opening opening week, the, the home opener here in Indianapolis. No. That's happening. No, we're not. That's happening. No, we're not. Oh, it's 100% no, we're not, happening. Bryce. I'm sorry. Oh, we're not. Yeah, it's going to happen. We're not. It's going to happen. <laughs> 
You know what's happening, baby. I know it's not. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You, my friend, have fallen into the meticulous trap. The meticulous trap of the hype train. I am going to eat this up. I'm going to love salivating with the Jacksonville Jaguars when they play the Indianapolis Colts. You are on the hype train already. It's July 19th and you're falling for it. Zach, you have to learn. He's the Lord. He's the Lord. <laughs> Zach, Zach, chime in here. Chime in here on on the Jags. Well, I have uh, just buckle up, okay? Because eleven wins was the least of my takes with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, Bryce. You said they were I'm quiet in this off season. That's because yes. they made their big splash during the season last year with Calvin Ridley. Calvin yeah. Ridley, you know, suspended all of last season. And then the season before, obviously, he took the time off for personal reasons. This is a guy who I, in my opinion, has top 10 receiver talent. I agree. He, I, I mean, this, I can't believe... Nobody else traded for him. I mean, this is, I thought, I thought he would have been a great fit on the Chiefs or the Ravens or a team like that. That's just like a guy, you know, especially the Ravens are receiving option away from maybe doing something special in the playoffs. The Jaguars are like, hey, we got a young quarterback. We spent some money on these pretty good receiving options. But how about we go get a guy who has proven he can do it at a high level? And that's exactly what they did with Calvin Ridley, a guy nobody was looking at because of the suspension, because of the time taken off, because of, you know, playing in Atlanta where they're not really making the playoffs, playing in a lot of big games. They scooped him up. You know, Christian Kirk made all of us shove it up our ass. Evan Ingram, uh, Evan Ingram, one of my least favorite tight ends of all time absolutely bent me over last year uh got a nice extension just a couple days ago i mean evan ingram balled out last right. year. there's no other way to say yeah, it. i agree he balled, out. I agree. <laughs> he balled out and another guy on this team that bent me over travis Etienne. Travis yeah, Etienne. yeah you got one. jacked by the jack i yeah. was convinced i was convinced this guy was going to be a bust after missing his entire rookie year and he absolutely shoved it down my throat. I mean, this this is a guy. And they added some nice depth behind him. They added Darnus Johnson, who filled in pretty nicely yeah. for the Browns last year. Yeah. Um, you know, even with the Cam Robinson suspension, I still really like this O-line. Brandon Scherf, you know, one of the best to do it in the past, the past decade. And here's where the takes come in. Here's where the takes come in. Oh, All right. Good. I want to draw some corollaries in terms of Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, second year with the Eagles, won the Super Bowl. No, no, don't, don't do this. I'm not, I'm not, Zach, I'm not saying, I'm no, no. Because I'm me, going to me, caution you. I'm going to caution you because you've made. Let me explain. Some takes have come back to you. Let okay. me explain. I'm not saying the Jaguars are going to win the Super Bowl, but I am saying AFC Championship, very, very realistic for this team. 
Very I realistic. That. I don't buy that. They were only one game away from the AFC Championship no. last year. I, I just don't buy it. They were they only lost to the Chiefs by one score in the divisional round. Okay. And let me tell you, I am staring. I am staring long and hard at these Trevor Lawrence MVP odds. Ah uh, man, don't plus, don't be stealing my thunder here. I was gonna talk to you guys about this, so let's go ahead and do plus, it. Plus sixteen hundred, right? Let me tell you right Five now. Sevens, grab my mallet so I can hammer this in. I am laying this bet. I am laying this. Well, you can you're, book that. You're going to be sorely disappointed because Mahomes' father is you still. No, and he he's going to win it again. Yeah, he does. No, there's, he no, let me, no, no, and no. I am going he, to address this right now because this is bullshit. <laughs> I have never, and Caleb never has either. Caleb has said the Chiefs would finish last before, but he has yes, never said in terms of Mahomes individually Correct. that Mahomes was anything less than the best quarterback and, and in the I, league. And, you know, I'm telling you guys, okay, the room, the room is filling up. I am just not so, going to make like Bryce if, and get all the the room is the, the room is filling up. The room is filling. There is not much room left for you guys to get on the Mahomes is the goat train because it's going to leave without you. And I'm so offering say, you a free no, ticket. No, I'm offering you a to free say, ticket to get on right now. No, at this moment in time, okay. to say he's the greatest quarterback of all time he is. It's it's to not ever play true. A position. That's to just ever play not a position. True. Absolutely, he wouldn't Absolutely. even agree with you. He Absolutely wouldn't even agree is. with you. That's the sad part. Yeah, he's not going to say it. No, he wouldn't agree with you. Yeah, he would. No, especially when he lost to the goat in a Super Bowl. No, nah, we, uh, we and all know in an AFC Championship game, and in an AFC Championship game. Come on, that was like not his, to mention what, first year. I don't care. Okay, he won MVP that year, didn't he? Didn't okay. he? Didn't hey. he? No, look, I'm listening. Bryce, come on. You know, you know how the NFL media works. They don't like to reward back-to-back MVPs. It's just like the NBA. You're exactly they don't, right. They don't yep. like to they do don't it. reward that. Yep. So, in terms, you know, speaking Caleb's language here, in terms of betting, betting language here, I am absolutely putting twenty dollars down on Trevor Lawrence plus sixteen hundred MVP odds. I'm absolutely Caleb, are you doing this? Caleb, are you doing this? It's same? incredible value. If if you if you if you're if you think that they're gonna kill it, I mean he's the type of guy that like you're gonna rush to the booth for. He's popular. He he's he he has that. I mean, I, I like what he did obviously in his second half of the year, but like a full Trevor Lawrence here, that's gonna get a lot of hype. It's going to get a lot of buzz, right? And, and Caleb, I, you're right. You're right about winning, get, possibly getting the second seed because the AFC North is going to beat each other up. The AFC East is going to beat each other up. I, I can I see mean, the road. Other than the Chiefs, I mean, you know, I think the Chiefs will get the one seed again. But then the two seed, I mean, you're looking at Cincy, you're looking at Jacksonville. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're better. I'm not saying that they're better. I'm just saying, look, you look at that division. And you look at what I think that they have talent-wise, I mean, I can see it. I mean, I, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to slow down. I guess that's, that'd be my big thing. Hell I think, no. I think, he, I think he showed a lot. You know, and you guys want to joke with me about him all the time, and that's whatever, but he's, a, but he's a really freaking good quarterback. 
and you both sit here and try to joke with me all the time. And, and but he is a great quarterback. He's top and five he, for and, me. He's top five he, in the NFL. Holy crap! And I, I and I think that's holy crap. And what? I, I mean, what? Wow. I, 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 wow. I what do you know. mean what? Uh, wow. No, no, no. Come on. Top five. What do you mean what? Wow. Yeah, I'll go Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts, Allen. And then when you're talking about five, I think it's Lawrence or Herbert or Lamar. It's one of those guys. You know, the fact that you don't have Lamar automatically in the top five speaks volumes. No, no, you know what, Bryce? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Caleb, oh Caleb, my God. I'm you know, just I don't saying. want to get too off topic here. I don't want to get too off topic here, but I'm Caleb. Just saying. Caleb, our prediction was right. <laughs> when saying. talking about Justin Fields' comments, we were right in what Bryce's answer would be what deflecting was to Lamar. Deflecting to Lamar. And I was I was justified in doing so. So I mean, there's that. No, you were not. I, no, you were not. Fine, absolutely. whatever. I don't want to get. A, I don't want to go on a tangent. Look, whatever. Look, my thing. My but uh, real. But real quick, I think I think Lawrence could be outstanding. Um, Bryce, I'm really curious because of your fantasy expertise. Yeah. Um, where you would have ETN in fantasy. Um, isn't he like a really safe fantasy play in your eyes, just in terms of what he can do on the catch and yeah, know, how he can so. produce in the run? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I, I don't feel like Bigsby is going to be uh, like a terrible, like handicap or handcuff uh, to his touches either. Um, because I mean, he is a rookie. Yeah. You might see some goal, some goal line stuff, some short yardage stuff, but I don't think it's going to be to the extent uh, of what ETN can do on the field. So I do feel like that is a safe pick. Is he a top five fantasy running back? No, um, that's not what you're going to do. But if you're like at, you know, late first round or early second round, like that is right in the realm where you might be able to, you can I'd get glad. him and you'd still get some points. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be absolutely. glad. Absolutely. Okay, gentlemen. So we're going to do one word segment. And then I want predictions for the division. I want one, two, three, four. You don't need to give me records. I'm not going to hold you to records. Just one, two, three, four. Thank God. We're going to start off with one word segment, but I'm going to start because it's my show. It's my freaking show. So I get to start. And I'm going to start with the Tennessee Titans. And that is where I want you guys to start as well. My one word for their season is grasping. Hmm. They are grasping, grasping for anything to stick. What they, the moves they made, the urgency that they made them with, <laughs> they're grasping for any way to stay relevant and in the playoff picture. That is my one word. Caleb, start us off. Uh, Titans. From the Titans? Yes. Bleak. Bleak. I think it's really bleak. I mean, we're oh, bleak. We're, we're looking. We're, I'm, I'm looking at bleak. I mean, I think. I mean. Oh wow. No, I mean, I think. I think it's bleak. very bleak because I'm just. Well, I'm like, there's gonna be a. There's gonna be a leak in that defense. That's for sure. They're so close. It's. It's so close to like an era. Like. They're gonna have to really like reevaluate themselves, and I just feel like it's coming. So I'm, I'm, gonna, and it might come soon. So I have it as bleak. <laughs> hey, and Zach, finish this off with the Titans. 
my word of the Titans 2023 season is aimless. <laughs> aimless. <laughs> Again, they're operating like a team that is only a couple moves away from competing for a title. That's just not the case. You know, maybe if this was the era where if you had a workhorse running back, you could compete for a Super Bowl. You know, if you have the Earl Campbell or the Walter Payton or Tony Dorsett, whatever, that's not the case anymore. You know, you need, especially in the AFC, I mean, when basically every great young quarterback besides Jalen Hurts is in the AFC. Like, you have to have one of those guys to even be in the conversation. Guess what? They don't have one. They have three guys that nobody wants. Nobody nobody is calling the Titans for any of these three guys. So, aimless for me because, you know, they, they, they fired their GM last year. Uh, so far, not impressed with the new one. You signed D Hop when uh, newsflash, you could have just re-signed AJ Brown last year, who was a, <laughs> arguably a top five wide receiver in the game last season. Uh, so, so well, that's not, that. So but that's good, not on the new GM. Enjoy, that's not on the new GM. You got to back off the new GM. It's, not on, the new it's GM. not on the new GM. But I mean, it goes towards my word, aimless. I mean, <laughs> you could have just re-signed your young guy rather than. Spending twenty three million or whatever it was on D Hop in the twilight of his prime. So enjoy Mike Vrabel scrambling together game plans and enjoy Derrick Henry running out the rest of his prime years. All right, that's a good first. That's a that's a good kickoff. That's a good kickoff to the segment. All right, second team we're gonna go with. We're gonna go with the Texans. Texans, and again, I'll lead off. My word, my one word for their season, frisky, frisky. They are a mess around, find out team. Like they're sure they may not be great on paper. They may not have experience, but you mess around, you might find out. Speaking in terms of you mess around, you're going to lose to this team because they do have some talent. I think they, they are competent. Um, so I think they're going to be a frisky team. They're going to be a tough out this season. Zach, what's your word for Texans? My word with the Texans is a word that has never been used to describe them. And that is stability. Ah, stability. Okay. Stability. Uh, because I think that's exactly what D'Amico Ryans is going to bring. Uh, this is a team that... <laughs> has been through, you know, you can talk about Deshaun Watson or, or, or Bill O'Brien, you know, the, what has transpired over the last couple of years. David Culley, the Culley Tubbies. Uh, but this is... The Culley Tubbies finished last place. This is going to be... <laughs> you know, this is a much-needed culture shock for this team, for this fan base, because, you know, if you're just talking historically, historical standpoint with the NFL... This is like one of the worst franchises of all time. So, I mean, there's this is no, there's no as as Caleb likes to put it. There's no cookie cutting that. Like that's just that's just the that's just a fact. It's just a fact. They're one of the worst run franchises of all time. So, uh, they're gonna he's gonna bring some much needed stability to this, and I think CJ Stroud is gonna bring that too if he puts together a a, a nice 
you know, solid rookie season. Okay. All right. I like that, actually. That, that's pretty solid. Caleb, give us the Texans one word. Mining. Mining? Because all year, they're going to try, according to the definition, they're going to have a process of obtaining talents from the football field. Shout out Google. Oh, that. Shout out Google. That. Okay. They are going to attempt to figure out what they want to build and who they want to really ignite this switch with. Um, this is a team that is going to have to um, figure out what basically who the diamonds are and then start to go from there. And so they I need think to figure we, out what they got. They need to figure out what they got, figure out the franchise pieces. Okay. I like that. That's a, that's a good word. Man, you guys are on this with this. All right. We're going to go to the Jags. Again, I'm going to lead off here. You guys are going to hate me for this. There we My go. one word for the Jags this season is pressure. There, is, there are high expectations for this team this year to automatically win the division, to automatically make the playoffs. They have all these pieces in place. They, they've spent the money. They've traded for the wide receiver. There is pressure on this team to perform. And I, I'm, are they up to the task? I don't know. Was last year a fluke? I don't know. I am still not 100% convinced about the Jaguars. I think they, they have a good roster. I think they have good pieces. But can, we put, can they put it together again? I think there is pressure on this team. Because they are a – everyone is picking them to win the division. I'm not saying they're not going to win the division, but to, to at least make the playoffs and make some noise. There's pressure on this team. Caleb, wow. go right ahead and share your word. <laughs> I know you guys are not fans of that. I, no, I mean, I just I – just, I mean, it's, it's one way to look at it. Um, uh, fireworks. Like, I, I think oh. that if this team's on – it's just going to really feel like a spectacle. Like I feel like they're going to have a lot of playmaking, a lot of really fun plays and exciting plays. And if those plays hit, they're going to be, they're going to be really good. And if they're not, it's going to suck because bad fireworks suck. Okay. They just suck. So I, I I'll say I, I, I have that as my word because I think they have an opportunity to really take off. Hmm. Okay. Zach. But I think I think your words are joke. Go on. No, that's fine. Okay. My word for the Jaguars. Steamroll. Huh. They're going to steamroll through this division. This is going to be a six and zero record against the division for the Jaguars. Uh I am booking eleven wins for this team. That's only two more than last year. Lock that in. That's only two more wins than last year. Trevor Lawrence is going to take a step. Like I said, I'm betting him for MVP at plus 1,600. I don't know what the coach of the year odds are, uh, but uh, Doug Peterson, I'd like to see what his odds are on that. With this team, I mean, Bryce, of course everyone's going to pick them. Every other team, you know, we can talk about the Texans and the Colts having these young cores and and whatnot, but these other three teams suck. Just saying. These other three teams suck. That wild card game 
last year against the Chargers told me everything I need to know about the Jaguars. They're down 30-3 to or whatever the hell it was at the end of the half. They come back and win the game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence threw, I think, like four interceptions. Yeah, it was bad. Three of them, three of them to Asante Samuel Jr. <laughs> Didn't phase him at all. Came back and won the game. Uh, you know, they come within one score of the eventual champs in Arrowhead against the Chiefs. So I I feel like I, I really feel like we're gonna get a monster jump from Trevor Lawrence this year. I mean I <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go crazy for a little bit. I don't think 5,000 yards is off the table for Trevor Lawrence. Holy I really don't crap, think. Zach. I really don't. I Dude, really don't. You, I, I, I like him a lot, but this is, a, this is nuts from you. My goodness. I mean, look, there's an extra game that if you're looking at it from. Oh, my God. Is it possible? If you're looking at it from, is it possible? Right. Justin Herbert did this. Uh, last, I think in 2021, uh, you know, he adds Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk coming back, Evan Ingram coming back with the new deal. Like, I, I, I mean, 4,500 yards at least for this guy. I, I, I mean, I, I just think he, I, I think he's going to be awesome this year. I think he's going to be fucking awesome this year. And Bryce, we're going to get to see it in person. We're going to get to see his MVP campaign kick off in person as he shreds us, as he shreds us. And as Shaq Leonard goes down again with some bullshit injury. And here's my last take with the Jaguars. Calvin Ridley pickup will be more impactful than the Aaron Rodgers pickup for the Jets. <laughs> of course, you had to sneak the Jets in there, of course. Well, Zach, you'll get your chance to talk about the Jets. I'll be back on for it, no problem. All right, last team, Colts, one word. My word is hyphenated. Oh, here we go. My word oh. is all in. Here's what I mean by that, all in. When I say all in, we got to be all in about playing our young guys. All right, if we're going to lose games, I don't want to lose games with vets. Lose games with young guys so that way they gain that experience, they gain that repetition, they gain that chemistry. Play Josh Downs. Screw it. I'd rather not see Isaiah McKenzie. I like Isaiah McKenzie. I'd rather not see him on the field. I'd rather see Josh Downs. I'm not hating on him. I like McKenzie. I really do. I thought it was a good pickup, and then we drafted Downs. I'm like, Downs has to play. Play Rush. Play uh, Brent's. Play Play them all. If you're going to do it, go all in. Worst case scenario, we end up with Marvin Harrison Jr. as a freaking Colt. My opinion, that's a win-win. That's a win-win. We got a couple juniors juniors in the receiving core. Yeah. Zach, give me your one word for the Colts. (laughs) My word for my beloved Colts. Promise. I think the Colts, specifically Anthony Richardson and Julius Brents and Shane Steichen are going to show a lot of promise this year. And that's all I can ask for as a Colts fan, because I think it would be foolish of me to expect, uh, you know, hanging around the playoff picture, double digit wins. I just don't think that's on the table uh, right now. You know, maybe in 2024, but not not right now. Uh, all I want to see 
is some promising things from Anthony Richardson, from Julius Prince, um, from Alec Pierce. You know, Alec Pierce was drafted as this go up and get it receiver, and he really wasn't able to do that last year with Matt Ryan uh, because Matt Ryan had a a couple nice plays, though, you know. I mean, yeah, he no, I think 100%. 100%. Yeah, he did. He did. But he, I, I like what him. he was drafted for was that athletic ability, you know, the go up and get it receiver. He wasn't really able to do that last year. Matt, we didn't have a quarterback on the roster who could throw a deep ball. Uh, so I feel like he's going to have a nice improvement this year. But that's that's my word for the Colts is promise. That's that's all I can hope for. Um with our team this year, Bryce is some promise and I'll be, I'll be happy. I, I will honestly be happy if we go six and 11 and Anthony Richardson has nice stats. He has some nice plays. I will be happy. I'll be happy. I like it. Caleb. I got my Colts, man. Safari. The Colts okay. are going to be a safari. Okay. Be a journey where you don't really know what you're going to see, but you're going to see a lot. Like, it's possible, like, two weeks in, you're going to see Anthony Richardson be, like, this dominant, like, running quarterback. And then, like, in week six, you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, he can't run the ball because he can't throw the ball. And then, like, week 10, they might have, like, this weird defensive game. Like, they're going to be this most unpredictable team. And in a safari, it's very possible that you could see a lion in like the first like drive that you take. And then the second one, you, uh, you, you might, you might see like a, uh, like a leopard or something or an elephant. And I just feel like the Colts are a safari because you're never going to really know what you're going to see every game, but you're going to know a lot. You'll have a lot of takes on the Colts by the end of the season. A lot. Fine by me. All right, guys, quick, uh, division predictions. Uh, Caleb, lead us off. One, two, three, four. I can't believe I have to do this. Um, Jaguars. My God, Colts. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my God, Colts. Um, Tennessee. Houston. You really are low on Tennessee. Wow, Zach. Give me your one, two, three, four. You know it has to say a lot when I when that, I that does say a lot actually. Jeez. Well, let me let me take it a step further here. No, uh, you're Jaguars not putting won. him last. You no, are no, not. No, you no. are not. No. Jaguars one. Okay. Oh, no. Let me let me let me talk, please. Oh. Let me talk, please. Jaguars one. I'll go Texans two. I'll go Texans two because I think the Texans defense is going to be wow. Pretty sneaky good. I think Will Anderson could be one of the best defensive rookies that we've seen in a in a while. You know, probably probably since like Nick Bosa, Bryce. Wow. Uh, I think he's I think he has that potential to make that impact on the D line. Uh and then I'm going Colts third and, and Titans last. Wow. I just I, I think I mean, look, I mean, if you're looking at the Titans, not only do they not have a quarterback, but <laughs> yes, they have Hopkins, but they have no one to throw to him. And then after that, you're looking at Traylon Burks, which Bryce, you mentioned, you know, Burks 
Burks, you know, they, they have a running back who doesn't have an ACL. Burks doesn't have lungs. Burks has, you know, Burks, he, he got, he's got to have an inhaler every time he comes off, <laughs> comes off the field. And then after that, I honestly don't know who you're looking at. Chris Moore. Great. Chris Moore. I, th- I think I went to high school with a guy named Chris Moore. Like, I like Chris fanta- Moore. great, great. Fantastic. You're going to run Derrick Henry into the ground. Uh, no backup to speak of in terms of the running game that I can think of off the top of my head. So I'm going Titans last. I just think if you're looking at the totality of talent on all of these teams, the Titans have the least amount of talent in my opinion. Interesting. Well, I'm going to go Jags. I'm going to go Jags, Titans, Colts, Texans in a more normal projected way. I'm pretty confident in that, but I would love to see one of your two come true. That would be a lot of fun. But gentlemen, that concludes our first NFL preview pod of the season. It was a lot of fun. Next week, it'll just be me and Zach as Caleb has the week off. Um, since, you know, he doesn't want to be on all these apparently, which is fine. Um, so don't forget to tune in to Circle City Cinema. Uh, Zach and Caleb are doing Secret Invasion pods along with some others. They got a big weekend coming up. They got to go see some movies. They got things to talk about, as do I. I need to get to, into the movie theater. Got my tickets ready to go, though. But thanks again for listening, it's, guys. Bryce, it's it's the it's the weekend. It is the weekend. The it is, it's Barbenheimer. It's the weekend. It's it's the weekend. I'm excited. I'm stoked. I haven't been excited for the movie for the movies in a while. Um, so I'm curious to when we get together and talk about this actually through text and probably on Zoom next time. But again, guys, thanks for listening. See you next week.